going through personal challenges like being arrested being claustrophobic being put in a cell mm. and going through that for a lot of people would sound nothing short of a nightmare and I'm, I'm sure mm. as an experience it, it wasn't the best thing to go through yeah any regrets in regards to speaking your mind why are you so passionate about that why are you so passionate about speaking your mind um because I've come to realize maybe more so over the last three years and especially having lost my husband, Terry, who was my comedy, who was my manager and agent and also my wonderful husband at the end of 2018. And there's something about grief. I, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but for me personally, that was the that's been a real push. And my faith in God has certainly accelerated uh, very definitely over the last three years. And there's that real thing of what have you got to lose because mm -hmm. they're your words they're your it's the truth and even if people say oh you're crazy you're mad you're um, whatever you know that you're doing your duty on this planet and there's a lot of people who say that they're uh they're not afraid of speaking out or they're for free speech um like the likes of Douglas Murray and people like that who uh, pay it lip service, you know? But, but is, actually, that because, is that because of compromise? And uh, what I mean by compromise yeah. is ultimately in regards to when it comes to boundaries of truth, mm. one of the big ones is money uh, and, and, yes. and paying the bills, right? And yes. people don't want to lose their jobs. People don't want to lose their entire careers, things that yes. they've built up over years as well. That's yeah. got to be part of it as well, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for sure. And actually, I've thought about this long and hard, and I've had long chats with various people about this. Obviously, there's there's a there's a tipping point with what you can, you know, in the real world, what you can sort of afford to say. However, mm. I would say with the caveat that a lot of people who have not put themselves on the line can afford to speak out. There's almost unlimited riches in speaking your mind. It's, it's, it opens, and I'm not talking about opportunities or making a bit of cash or, you know, sort of um, uh, herding people like, like the sort of Pied Piper. I'm talking about personally and spiritually, it sort of is beyond belief, the riches that you can... I agree with that. I agree with that. And it's, it's totally something agree. that you can only it, you can only realise it when you've been up against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I, I totally agree with you because it's like the journey that you go on. You, you hit this sort of crossroads, and when you start to head more towards the truth, the yeah. journey that it takes you on. You mentioned the spiritual journey as well, Abby. Yeah. You meet you meet different people as well, don't you? Mm. You know, you it's almost like an energy thing as well. You meet yeah. different people, you have different conversations, mm. and, and energy is kind of aligned in a in a different way. People have mentioned something similar as well in regards to um going through somebody who's who's you know, the the, the grief and, and somebody mm. who's died close to mm. them. Mm. After a period of time, it almost feels like a fear barrier comes down. Is yeah. that what it felt like for you? Yes. C.S. Lewis, who wrote a lot about grief, um, very moving stuff, said the, the, the emotion that he was most surprised by when his wife died was fear. Mm. Once you realise that, Fear and sort of mixed with a sort of um, anger, you know, sort of confusion, but fear in particular. And, of course, you don't know until you're 
going through it, how true that is. So once you go through the fear barrier, as you quite rightly called it, you it's like you've entered into a different realm, a spiritual realm. And obviously, uh, this is me speaking personally, not everyone maybe does that or is able to do that or has the strength to do it. But you you think, crikey, if I've got lost somebody who I loved with every fibre of my being and I've... How long were you I, married as well? How, how long? Ten years. So Terry, ten, ten, ten years, and you yeah, sound like you were close as well. Oh, right? oh, love, love of my life. Manager he, as well worked together. Manager, he still, you know, still gives me advice in the old year. He still goes, oh, you know, you you should really catch up with Carl. You know, reply to his email about the. He sounds <laughs> like a sensible. He sound sound like a sensible man. Absolutely. Oh, he was Carl. He was so great, honestly, Terry, and very <laughs> a brilliant sense of humour. God, I used to piss myself laughing, but also very organised, which I which I definitely need. But um, the fear thing, yeah. After that, the shadows, you know, the and and waking up in the middle of the night and sort of in sort of like this panic mode. You you do you are more prepared, even though you don't know it at the time, and you think mm. all is lost. So I've I've used that um, definitely in the last what two and a half three years I've 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 found myself reaching for this whatever you call it this um, invisible sort of um, uh, crutch mm. uh, or the crutch is probably the wrong word but you know what I mean it's something to kind of help me along because I think to myself oh yeah I, I used those and actually weirdly when he died do you know what I was obsessed with and. I'm the kind of person where if I focus on something, I have to get it done. It becomes like a like a like a sort of mission. I I did a blog every day for about I don't know how long it was six months. Every single day, I just wrote letters to him. I just wrote love letters to Terry in a blog about everything, God, Christ, um, speaking to people about his you know random strangers about him dying, um, me going to um, have a, a mole check. You know, when they check your body for moles, you know, random little things, you know, just like very, sometimes very, um, what would I call it, um, sort of transcendent things, and then also very menial things. Mm. And wow, that I didn't know at the time, really, it was amazing because I only put, you know, I used to write sometimes maybe three, four lines, and then mm -hmm. sometimes really long ones about stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I've still got all that. And um, that really helped. That really helped me. How, that, that sounds like, uh, personal therapy as well like an outlay yes. Yeah, oh like yes a, completely like a personal outlay because one of the I think one of the underrated things about comics mm. is how deep thinkers they are yes yeah and, this is and... this is very true not all not I have to say not all of them I mean, have yeah, yeah, some. Was, yeah, no, no, we won't do the full stereotype. But, yeah, the full stereotype, but yeah, yeah, but, you're but right. We are, we are sort of... you know, comics are deep thinkers. And mm. the characteristic about deep thinkers is if there's no outlay yes. for that yeah. thought process, then it tends to become very internalised and then it becomes like a, a boiling pot. Yes. And then all of a sudden it kind of explodes. So what it sounds like with what you were doing there was like a personal thing of, of of an outlay as much as anything mm. else do you yes. think in regards to that fear barrier that we were talking about mm. do you think somebody has to go through shit do you think so do you think somebody has to go through not necessarily something as significant as you did but do you yeah. think they have to go through that challenge that shit to 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 understand what it feels like on the other side 
That's a good question. I've thought about this a long time. I mean, I've led a, quite a privileged life, um, in, you know, in in many regards, um, and I've sometimes squandered opportunities in my youth, which I sort of, I was going to say I sort of regret, but you can't. What's the point of regretting things? You just have to move on and then realise that you you've still got time to. Uh, to give back to the world, you know what I mean. You, you know what I mean. It's like it's not over till the fat lady sings. Um, as far as, as far, I know, someone's going to be making a joke, going, "Well, go on the abs, give us a tune," uh, <laughs> because I know some of the people that are watching the cheeky buggers. Um, but what was I going? What was I saying? Yes, about how do you have to go through stuff? I do you know what's interesting. I've met people though who have been through significant things. Yeah. And they don't see they 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 they're not mm. necessarily aware mm-hmm. that it's given them a sort of um, why do you think strength? that is? Why do you think that? Because that's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying here. Yes. Now what we're going into is mm. is is self awareness. I think. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, do you think it's down to that? Yes, I do. I think there's. Uh, I think there's. Well, obviously, we we all have different personalities and different ways of looking at the world. And even, you know, I I, I read the other day that some people don't even have an internal voice. Like, I don't mm. know about you, but I go around, um, you know, when I, obviously when I'm on my own, I'm sort of going, mm, yeah, should I do this? Oh, yeah, hang on a minute, because I haven't done that with a thing. And what? So there's there's a there's first a dialogue. sign of madness that Abby, you have heard that, ain't you? That's the first yeah. sign of madness. Apparently. And look at my hairy palms, Colin. <laughs> if you can see them through, through the screen. <laughs> Like the full moon, Abs is Abs is on her patio, um, howling. But um, I I think that's really important, the internal voice, because whether you think it's God, or whatever your beliefs are, it sort of aids you because you're you're saying, um, yes. Now I'm going to check in with myself. Is that you know? And whether you hear a voice back, do you, do you think like, it's do you think it's God? Um. Yes. Well, I mean, I've had many, many instances where I genuinely have felt, um, yes, that I'm especially in in very dark times that um, he's spoken to me. Sorry, I say he as if it's like some, you know. Sort of person that has popped around. Oh, hi! You know, come in. It's, it's. I mean, as you know, Carl, it's a lot I more. I think many I mean, people they regard. You know, it's that's the universal thing, really. You know, when you're talking about God, there's, you know, He with a capital H seems to be the theme, really, doesn't yes, it? Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but that's um, that's something which I I I ties in to this internal voice that but it can also be overthinking so you know sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to think oh hang on a minute your your you know your your anxiety is being raised and your but when you when you channel it properly and calmly it's amazing what can come from that 